I think the best way to make a good impression is to care about making a good first impression. So like going out of your way to just show that you care, that going out of your way to show that you like love your significant other and you're treating them well in front of their family, especially. Welcome to the Big Kid Problems podcast, based on the comedic social channel all about not wanting to be an adult. I'm your host, Sarah Merrill, the writer, creator, and pretty normal human behind the popular Instagram, Twitter, blog, and now podcast, Big Kid Problems. So I've spent the last almost decade making jokes about navigating the adult world. And as I've gotten older, I've realized that no matter what your age is, we all have big kid problems. We're all just trying to figure it out. So thank you so much for joining me as we navigate adulthood together. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another week and another episode of Big Kid Problems podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Merrill Hall. I'm the chick behind the comedy Instagram, Twitter, blog, and now podcast, Big Kid Problems. Welcome to the show. Guys, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but welcome to our 100th episode. I can't freaking believe it. I mean, it feels like just yesterday, I ordered a microphone on Amazon and started this little podcast in my closet. And now here we are, 100 episodes later. I'm feeling like a proud parent today. We've had so many awesome guests over the years. And whether you're new here or if you've been listening for a while, I just want to say thank you for being here. I say it every week, but I know there are so many ways you could be spending your time right now. So the fact that you're choosing to tune in and spend it with me is really such an honor and something I honestly don't take lightly. So again, thank you. I freaking love our little big kid fam. Okay. So for today's episode, the holiday season is upon us and I wanted to have some fun this week. Many of you are probably familiar with the wildly popular platform, Betches. And today we have on co-founder Jordana Abraham. Not only is she co-founder of Betches, but she is also the co-host of the You Up dating podcast where she doles out dating and relationship advice every week. And she is also a recent bride that helps host the Betches Bride podcast as well. Two of my faves right there. We're going to talk all about dating during the holidays, spending time with in-laws, introducing your significant other into your crazy family, gift-giving struggles, and so much more. So without further ado, I just want to get right into this episode, guys. Get cozy and we will be right back. Guys, the holidays are here and it is a time for celebrating, getting dressed up, catching up with friends and family. It is not the time to feel like crap after a night of too many holiday cocktails. Now you can have easier mornings after a night of boozing thanks to morning recovery from More Labs. Morning recovery is this little beverage you drink while you drink, or at least before you go to bed after drinking. And it helps speed up the breakdown of alcohol-induced toxins so you can rehydrate, detox, and wake up feeling festive. 
Right now, Morning Recovery has a limited edition flavor just in time for the holiday season. And it is so good. Their new bold and juicy blood orange is matured, refined, and it's perfect for mixing into cocktails or even sipping on its own. It uses the same patent-pending plant-derived superhero formula as the original Morning Recovery. And this limited edition bottle serves up to five. So it really is the gift that keeps on giving. You guys know I love Morning Recovery. I have been using them for years and I've used them for big weekends like holidays, bachelorette parties, even my own wedding. Really, anytime I know I'm going to be celebrating hard, I always reach for my Morning Recovery. So don't let rough mornings after drinking dampen the next day. Drink smarter with Morning Recovery at morelabs.com slash bigkid. And use code bigkid20 for 20% off your first order. Pre-order that blood orange too while supplies last. That's morelabs.com slash bigkid and use code bigkid for 20% off today. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Big Kid Problems podcast. I'm sitting here with Betch's co-founder, host of the You Up podcast and Betch's Brides podcast, Jordana Abraham in the house. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to, to be on your show. Oh my gosh. I'm excited to finally have you on. I feel like it's been a long time coming. Yes. And I'm pumped about our topic today because we're, we're getting into the holidays, you know, and a lot of shit can come up, especially if you're like with your significant other, you know, some of us are heading home to our significant other's house. Some people are going or bringing their significant over to their house. And there's, there's a lot of room for error. There's a lot of shit that totally. can go wrong. It's a very... Um, I know you spoke to Nicole about weddings, but it's funny. It kind of reminds me of weddings and that like it's supposed to be like a very exciting, happy time, but it does have a lot of stress that comes along with it with like those family relationships and that kind of thing. Oh, for sure. I don't know about you, but I've had like... I've gone home with ex-boyfriends and had like very different experiences, you know? Like sometimes <laughs> it can be amazing and magical and other times it can be like an absolute disaster. Totally, uh, totally. Yeah. Um, I know. So you're you're... Actually, at the time that this episode comes out, you probably will have already been married. Oh, wow. So I'm going to say... to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you just got married. Uh, and I'm interested. I mean, I know you've been with Michael, your husband, for uh, a while now. When was the first time? Like, at what point in your relationship did you guys go home together for the holidays? Well, we happen to be from like neighboring towns on Long Island. So pretty early into dating, I would say we spent the holidays together just because okay, we're also, I think this adds to it, we're a different religion. So I'm Jewish and he's Catholic. So he celebrates. So he's, I don't celebrate Christmas. So for him, it was like, okay, like you're, I'm on Long Island anyway. And like, we're doing Christmas and like, you don't have anything to do, like come over. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't, I think it was probably a little different than a lot of people's experiences who don't live in the city or close to the cities that they're in. So ours was like pretty casual. And it was like, I think it was it was nice that it worked out that way because it wasn't this big like blown up thing. Yeah, I always I'm actually in a similar situation because I'm Jewish <laughs> and my husband's uh, not. And a okay, first of all, isn't that the best that we now get to celebrate Christmas? Like I kind of totally. love it. <laughs> I mean, I learned it's so funny. I feel like I ha- it's also it's it's great. I I love Christmas. I've always wanted to celebrate Christmas. Like it was it's been a you know I was always so jealous as a kid 
But then it's funny because like when you do it for real with someone else's family, it's like a whole... Like you see like not just the glorified like highlights. Then there's like the gift giving, which is a whole serious thing. It's not like casual. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? There's stress that comes along with that too. Oh, for sure. And I'm always amazed because like I didn't really grow up with Christmas either. And I'm like, wow, it is a spectacle. Like there's so much that goes into it. And it's kind of amazing. Completely. Uh, Yeah. I'm always nervous for those. I'm curious about those couples who like have to decide like whose parents' house they're going to go to. I imagine that's got to be hard. Yeah, I would I would imagine it's hard, especially like if you're so that's one of the perks of being in an interfaith uh relationship. But I think it's like as long as you compromise. And I also think that it doesn't always have to be totally even. Like I think usually there's one person who's a little closer with their family than the others or who it would mean more to be around. And I don't think there's anything if the other person's understanding of that, I don't think there's anything wrong with it not being like a completely even balance of holidays spent together. Yeah. I'm always... I'm, I, I think too, like if maybe if you're doing like Christmas or holidays with one family, like maybe you do Thanksgiving with the other. Like if, you're, if your families really care, like my family doesn't really care at all either way. So I end up doing like all holidays with, uh, with Brandon's family. Right. But I imagine that's probably not the same for everyone. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like, there's no like hard rule about how you... It's like finances. Like there's no hard rule about how you have to do it. It really is about like taking into consideration your individual circumstances and then saying like, what feels like good for both of us? Like who cares more? And, you know, looking at it that way, that's totally great. Yeah. Do you do you Thanksgiving it with your fam? Um, this year we did, um, we combined, which was really interesting. I mean, it was COVID year. So it was like a little weird. So it was like not extended family, but we did a little, we did a meal together. And that was like, definitely like I was stressed leading up to it. It was actually really nice. Yeah, that's amazing. uh, This is like our first year doing a combined, not a combined thing because my family's not like flying to come, but uh, we're, we're hosting Thanksgiving. Like and oh, our wow. families are coming to our Thanksgiving. I'm like, wow, we are, we are adults. That's like, a real adult. Are... <laughs> yeah. Did you I'm register for like holiday China? I feel like that. I'm like, the thought of doing that, I'm like, when am I ever going to host an event that I would need like nicer dishware for? But you're like, that's the real mark of adulthood when you are hosting. Yeah. And that's actually funny you bring up dishware because I was like with a girlfriend last night and we were we were at our friend's house for like a little like holiday thing. And we were admiring her dishware and we were talking about it for like five minutes and I like blacked out and came back in and I was like, we've been talking about this dish for five minutes. Like when did we get old? It's so <laughs> but it's funny. a real thing. It's such a, a 30s thing. combo. Yeah. <laughs> such a 30s combo. I, my God, times have changed. I'm interested because I know you obviously host the You Up podcast. You get like so many submissions. You get so many stories. Uh, like, have you ever gotten like anything, any wild stories that have come in around this time in the holidays of people who have just had like really terrible experiences? I don't know if there's anything like completely like insane that I haven't heard, but we get a lot of like, he didn't invite me home for the holidays. Like, what does that mean? Or, um, you know, he wants me to come home for the holidays with him. And like, is that, does that mean it's serious? Or does that mean, you know, is that, what is that relaying to me? So I think you get it both ways where people are like, they want to know what the invitation to meet the families. And a lot of the time, like you said, like you're not in the same city. It's like a whole weekend or it's like a multi-day thing. It's not like, oh, I'm casually coming to dinner with your parents. 
it's like I'm spending the night and I'm going to be like a serious guest in their home. Yeah. What do you say to anybody who is like kind of butthurt that they didn't get invited to spend the holidays with their person, their dating's family? Right. I mean, I think it's a good... I always think of these situations as a great opportunity to kind of do a litmus test for where you're at. So like if you if someone didn't invite you home for the holidays and you wanted to be invited home, that's a great time to say, hey, like I would have I would have loved to like come meet your family for Thanksgiving. Like it maybe it kind of like hurt my feelings that you didn't invite me. And then from that, you kind of I think will get either the, you know, the answer you want, which is probably like, oh, I didn't even think of that. Like I just assumed you wouldn't want to come. Like, of course you should come. Or you get like, I'm not really where you're at, which is also a good thing to know. So I think like these are great opportunities to sort of like see where the relationship's at, see if one person's feeling more seriously about them than the other. And then you can, you know, take that information and do with it what you will. Yeah, that that is very true. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think back of like when I first started dating Brandon, I feel like he invited me to his like holidays with his family like right away. Like we kind of started great talking sign. in September. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. we started talking in September. We weren't really even like official until like November. And then December, he's like, do you want to come home for Christmas? And I was like, oh, and I didn't really, I didn't. Oh, I didn't, you weren't sure. Okay. I, well, not that I, not that I wasn't into him or didn't like right. him, but I was like, uh, I kind of want to stay in New York, like where, you know, where my friends are. Like I'm used to doing holidays with my friends. Like we just kind of start, are starting to get to know each other. Like doing a whole weekend away with like your entire extended family feels like a little intense. And I don't know. I just didn't feel like super comfortable right away. That's like, um, and then he... A, yeah. Sorry. That's a super secure feeling of yours because I'm like such an anxious dater. I would be like, oh my God, this is it. Like I'll be there. I'll drop everything. <laughs> like such like a... I would have like the most losery reaction to that. But I feel like yours is like the secure, healthy reaction to that of like, let me see where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. But then I think like Brandon told me like months and months later, he's like, oh, I was like a little butthurt. Like you... Like he kind of got Didn't that feeling come. of like... He, yeah, he's like, oh, I felt like I was just like way more into it than you were because like you just like blew off the holidays. <laughs> but <laughs> so I think it was probably hard. also like the way you described it, like this is just something I usually do with my friends. And like, I I mean, it's I also don't think it has to be like the end of the relationship just because one person's moving like is feels like they're at a certain place and the other one's not. It's more like, do you think you can get there eventually? Is it like, I never want to spend my holidays with your parents or like, I don't want to do this yet? Yeah, that's very true. I like the like notion that it is kind of like a litmus test for sure. We should talk about okay. So if we're actually like, let's consider you're going home with you know your significant other's family for the holidays. It can be like a little bit tricky. I always I remember like the first time I did go home with like a couple of different boyfriends. I was always really really nervous. Like how do you how do you like crush it? Like how do you show up and like win the family over? I think that like obviously it de- it's family dependent and I don't think it's it's weird to ask your um you know your significant other like I would love to make a good impression like is there anything you think I should know going into it whether it's like bringing your mom a certain gift that she would love and that would like kill it for her or like something your parents really don't like talking about it's like very taboo in my household like just don't bring that up I think it's okay because it shows that you care and you want to make a good impression I think the most I think the best way to make a good impression is to care about making a good first impression. So like mm-hmm. going out of your way to just show that you care, that going out of your way to show that you like love your significant other and you're treating them well in front of their family, especially. 
Um, and like just being super like thankful and thoughtful. I think that it's very hard to dislike someone who just is trying to help, is offering to help bring something nice. And it's just like a upbeat, nice person who's like treating all the people. I think all most parents care about, or I would imagine I would care about, is that the person they brought home like loved them and was treating them well. And like it seemed like they were really happy. Yeah. And I think you just brought up a good point too, like offering to help. I feel like goes totally. a long way, you know. Like, let's not brush that over. My, this is fucked up. I hope my family isn't listening. I have a family member that says like their significant <laughs> other, like, like it's just noticeable that the significant other like never like offers. gets up to like clean the plates or like never offers anything. And um, after like twenty years of that shit, it's like become a joke within the family. So I think that that's, that's like so a good funny. thing. That's a good thing to note. Um, and some people like just, I don't people know. People remember don't. that, I think. When it's, just, I think it's just more like, and again, it's not about like that they need you to do the dishes because like you need to pull your weight. I think it's more like this person's making an effort. Which for I sure. Which is the most important part. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And sometimes they're going to be like, no, absolutely not. Like, don't do anything. And I don't That's know. That's the best. <laughs> You're going to have credit. None of the work. <laughs> for sure. Um, that's so funny. Who do you recommend? Like, like, do you think you target anyone like going into the fam? Like, are we going for mom? Are we going for sister? Like, is there a specific person you think you really need to like work on more than the others? Again, I think it's like family dependent. I think you could like ask your senator, like, who are you closest with? Like, who, you know, who do you feel like, or who do you feel like I need to worry about most? Or who like, and I think some I don't I think it some people would think, oh, that's weird to like ask someone that. But I again I think anything that shows that you care and you're making an effort is like is great. So if they're like, oh, I'm yeah, I'm super close to my mom, my mom's super protective over me, like making more of an effort with her, or like my sister and I, my sister has never really liked any of my girlfriends, like, you know, oh, makes an effort there. I think it's like, I don't know if it's like there's one always one particular person. I think it really depends on like their family dynamic and Every family is so different. For sure. For mm-hmm. sure. Um, you mentioned this earlier, but also like bringing a gift. This is always like, I think can be hard territory. Like, because I've asked boyfriends before, I'm like, what should I bring? And they're like, I don't know. I don't know, a <laughs> bottle of wine. Like, right. do you think that there's any, have you, have you found anything that you think is like a great first impression gift? Um, I think a bottle of wine is always like a great. I, I don't know them that well, or I don't know them what the what they'll really like that much. If your significant other is not like helping you, like in that department, I think that's just like a safe way to go. As long as he like he's not telling you that they're sober, um, <laughs> then that could be weird. But I always like if you want something a little different, I think like a really nice um, like candle is always nice. Or there's like this thing called vin glace, which is like a wine. It's like an insulator. It's like very cute. And I think just... That sounds it, fancy. Gives it an extra... <laughs> it's like... I think it's like 70 or $80. Um, which is like, I think a nice price point for like, I've, you know, I've thought... I'm not like trying to like go over the top, but like I've put a little extra thought into this gift and like a nice note or a, definitely a nice thank you note. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For having me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's tricky. Um especially when you're it's like a christmas situation i don't know if you've experienced this but um like when i first went home with uh brandon's family like they, they are incredible with gifts like every person gives gifts to every single person 
And like, he didn't tell me this. So I just show up for, with like one gift. I had the like, exact same scenario. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you do? I just kind of sat there and they were all giving me gifts. Like yes, I collected yes, like it's so 10 awkward. gifts. Yeah. And I'm like, ah. Oh my God. Chris, I needed like a formal training for Christmas, which I did not get. So the first time, like I said, like I, he was like, oh, just come over. Like, and so I brought like a dessert and then like every single person has a gift for me. And I'm like, you did not like adequately prepare me for this. Now I feel like I'm rude. Um, and like the whole, yeah, it's a whole now, like now I'm fully in the loop. So like <laughs> now you have to make your own list. I feel like, oh, I have to give your parents a list of things that I want them to buy me. Like that doesn't feel right. Yeah. <laughs> like there's so many gifts. It's like, a, it, you need a whole tutorial. Yeah. That's like a good question to maybe like ask your significant other be like, how does this, how does the, right. gift, how does the gifting work? Because I did the same way. I was like, I just sat there and I felt like horrible. And then I kept opening these gifts. Wait, actually one of the worst, one of the things that I despise most in this world, there's like a few things. It's like waiting in line at the DMV and opening gifts in front of people. <laughs> like, I That's hate a it. whole other thing. So you have to get your like fake gift opening face ready where you're like, oh, like, oh my God, I love it. And you have to say it for every gift because you have to open it in front of them and be like, oh my God, like I, this is exactly like, here's where I'm going to use this. <laughs> or it's like, you have to like, explain why you love the gift. Cause like, dude, I totally agree. hundred percent. It's so hard. It's so hard. And I feel like I'm like pretty like monotone. Like I don't, I'm not like, I don't know. It's just, it's so hard. I've had to like work on my gift giving reactions over the year or my gift receiving act reaction. I think that is a very underrated issue. And I have that as well, or I'm also pretty like not monotone. And like, <laughs> you feel like there's a lot of pressure to be like appreciative of the gifts or like even like when someone opens your gift in front of you to be like, what do you say then? Like, I don't even know. It's a lot of awkward... Uh, family scenarios. Totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's so many, there's so many things we've been, we've obviously been talking about like, you know, the family's like chill, normal. Sometimes you get in these scenarios where like you have like a crazy fucking mother-in-law or mm -hmm. like some kind of issue, or like you mentioned earlier, like the sister who like never likes anybody. Like how do you deal with somebody who's like, maybe not super into having you there? <laughs> well, I can speak for myself. I come from one of those really crazy dysfunctional families. Like I have eight siblings. My parent, my mom's been divorced like a bunch of times and like she's kind of crazy. So I, here's the thing. I know a lot about this from being the one with the crazy family. And to me, like it's up to the person with the crazy family to sort of like prep and to prep the other person and to acknowledge their craziness. Cause it's so you can't really help like the family you're born into, like, you know, we're all given a certain hand. It's someone's fault. But I think it's more about how you manage those people, like and protect the person you're with from them. So just really like giving them a heads up. Like, hey, this person is gonna like say some pretty crazy things to you. So just like ignore everything she's saying. Like my mom likes to like really up the ante whenever she meets anyone. She'll, like she told Mike the first time she met him that I was like very fertile. Like all the women are very fertile. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> or she told my sister's now husband like, oh, Naomi loves you so much. Like she hadn't said that to him yet. Um, so it's kind of just being like prepping them and being like, my mom's like kind of a character. 
And she's going to say some stuff to you that like she's just pulling out of nowhere. So just like beware of that before you even go in. Um. Yeah. I'm always like more nervous to bring somebody home than I am to go to somebody's house. Like I'm like, oh, I can like jive with anybody's family. But like when they're coming back to mine, I'm like, oh, I have to introduce you to like our brand of crazy. Yeah, there's just a lot more to like... There's a lot more like to people to manage. Whereas if you go to someone's house, you're just, man- you can only really manage your own reaction. But yeah. you don't have to like make sure everyone else is feeling <laughs> like emotionally comfortable and physically comfortable. Yeah. I always have to manage when like, when like Brandon was coming to our house and staying there for the first time. I'm like, listen, like it's going to be, it's Florida. It's going to be like eight upper 80s and we're not going to have the air conditioning on because my <laughs> mom is, Always cold. And we're just, this is just, just pack, pack lightly. Like, totally. We're going to get through this. We're going to get through these next few days together. Like, there's just so many, there's so much like nuance that goes into That's the perfect example. Or like with, okay, so with Mike, my family is like, we just don't do food well. Like, he's Italian. So there's always like so much food at his house and like Mm. everyone's always well fed. And like for us, it's just food is kind of like an afterthought. So, there's always like not enough in it, or it's like my mom puts out like pickles as like the like as like the food of choice, or like pickles and salad. <laughs> so I'm like, just eat before, and like the food is not going to be like that great. I'll make sure you're fed at some point, but like just know that like don't come hungry. It's yeah, be great. yeah, that's so funny. Oh my god, so many similarities between our families. Seriously, what is going on? Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in just one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. When I signed up for Truebill, I was shocked to see some of the subscriptions I was still paying for. I mean, I was paying $10 a month for some editing app. I haven't even touched in two years. This is such an easy way to save money. And honestly, I think everybody needs to try it. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at truebill.com slash BKP. Go right now. Truebill.com slash BKP. It could save you thousands a year. That's truebill.com slash BKP. I'm sure even just like being in the You Up podcast and like you get so many submissions too, like not even even holiday specific, but I feel like you probably get a lot of stuff about like crazy mothers-in-laws. Mm-hmm. Like that can be a hard thing to navigate. Like if like the mother-in-law is like obsessed or like, you know, like somebody's parent is like obsessed with them and right. you're coming in and just trying to like navigate that. Like at what point do you think it's, it's like, how do you even like set boundaries with like somebody like that? Well, I think that's again where your like significant other comes in. And I do think you it's okay to judge someone based on how they allow like their family members to treat you. So I do think like if someone really cares about you and you're like your mom is like a little overwhelming for me, like kind of it's there. Like I said, like it's your job to protect the person 
that you're dating from like the the overbearing or crazy family members. So like, especially in the beginning, I think you can't you can't be like, well, to your boyfriend's mom, like, here's my boundaries. It's more like you need your boyfriend to tell her like, because if he if you care about someone, I think you want to like make them feel comfortable and happy and protect them. And so I think it's important for them to do it because they know their mother best. So they yeah. know like the best way to set a boundary with her or to, you know, both appease her and also make her feel like she's like, you know, to like mitigate any sort of fighting. So I would I would put that on the person who's like they're related to. Yeah. I had this one friend who like they were trying to kind of split the holiday because I think similar to you, they like the, their families lived in the right. same area. They celebrated the same. So they're like, okay, we'll do like beginning with my parents and we'll do like and after with, yours, with right. your parents. And like his parents or his mom specifically was like, you can't miss like the appetizer course. <laughs> I need you guys here. Like just like kind of right. threw a fit. Like I think some parents get like, I don't know, a little crazy, especially around the holidays, like with their kids. Totally. And it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> and I think in that case, like, I think it'd be good for like, you know, her child to go to her and say, why does this mean so much to you, mom? Like, like, what is your what is your fear with us missing the appetizers? Because, like, if someone has to, say, it's almost like the best way to make them feel like they're being ridiculous is to like ask them is to actually ask them like why it means so much to them. Holy shit! I've never <laughs> thought. Are you doing that to like my own mother? Like, why are you freaking out <laughs> just, right now? It's where I have all my practice. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like because like then the person's forced to either like admit that the appetizers are like a really important part of their life or like kind of like it 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 causes them to just like not just have a reaction but to think about like why it means something. and maybe it, maybe there is a logical explanation for why it means a lot to them and like that would convince you but most of the time i think it just makes the person feel like they're being ridic- like a little ridiculous and they give a little bit yeah like when they actually have to like sit and think about it and give like a viable reason they're like oh right wait. Okay. I know we've been talking about family stuff around the holidays, but while we're talking about holiday stuff, I like have to bring this up because I feel like this can be a thing. Let's say you're dating somebody and they are like not a great gift giver. Okay. Like, (laughs) or like you get your hopes up around the holidays. Like maybe you think they're going to propose. Like I actually legit had a friend who thought her boyfriend is going to propose to her. And instead, he gave her a mini fridge for her office. <laughs> not exactly a ring. But not exactly yeah. Not exactly what she was going for. Although but, that is kind of a thoughtful gift, but like obviously not the one <laughs> looking for. I was like, that's kind of like, you know, it seems like not socks. <laughs> I know. I, I, I kind of said the same thing. I was like, I like a practical gift. I think they actually ultimately broke up over it. Anyway... Yeah. <laughs> Like the tense time of year. You, exactly. Like people just get their hopes up and whatever. But do you have any any thoughts around like mm-hmm. how to prep somebody or how to like drop hints about what you want or totally or just kind of like get around this, especially and if I, you know your person like doesn't always deliver. Right. I have experienced this not with like I mean more with I'm more about like the cards than the gifts. So I mm. had an issue. I'll give you an example from my personal life, like. Um, when Mike and I first started dating and I was... I mean, I think I remember I had to say to him, like, I really like a card. Like, I don't really care that much about gifts, but I, ni- I like like a nice, thoughtful, like, sweet card. And the first one he wrote for me was like, I didn't like it. 
It was like, I'm like you know what I mean? It's, it's like a gift that you don't... I was like, this has too many jokes. It doesn't feel... Like it's, it's like funny, but it's not like... I don't want to... I want it to be like less sarcastic and funny and more like sweet. Like, tell me what you love about me. And then at first, it was like a weird fight. He's like, I've never had anyone tell me they like didn't like my card. Like, that seems weird. But I actually... I think in the long run, it actually really helped us because now he... Like, the more honest you are with someone, I probably could have had better delivery when I... That I didn't like it. Now he writes like the best, most thoughtful cards because you know I've prepped him. His gifts are like okay, but his cards, which is what I actually care about, are like really nice and sweet and thought out. So yeah. I think obviously I think better to do that before they like don't like let don't like test them with the gift and then like let them fail. I think it's better to say to just be upfront and be like, just so you know, like what really means a lot to me is like a really thoughtful gift. And um, it just makes me feel really special. And like, it's not about the money. It just feels, it's about like, just kind of like the thought that's put into it. And that to me, like that would make me so happy. Yeah. I think if you do that before the gift, then you're not like setting them up to fail. Because if you did what I did and you just wait for like the thing to be delivered in a way that you don't like, then it becomes like an awkward kind of fight. Right. And then you're disappointed, but they didn't even know that they were going to be disappointing you. Exactly. It's, it's it's tough. Uh I actually I actually got this from uh Brand Brandon's family is a big list family. Like I had never written a like gift list in my it's life. A, I was like a, you. I was like it feels so thing. weird. Yeah. Yeah, I was like it feels so weird. But now that we've done it for a few years, I'm kind of into it because Maybe it's the Jew in me, but I hate like spending money on a gift that I don't know somebody's right. going to love. Like, <laughs> I truly, I'm like, if I'm going to spend That's like a couple nice hundred dollars, yeah. I'm like, I want to know that you like it because I've gotten him gifts that I'm like, he, he, like a jacket that he's like, oh, I love it. And then like it sits in the closet for five years. Um, so I'm kind of into that. Like, honestly, like if that's something you guys communicate to each other is being like, oh, like here are a couple of things that I like. Right. And maybe they get you something off list. And or that list adjacent, like you pick, like then they know the general vibe of what you're looking for. That is a like that's a good. I I like that. It almost reminds me of the card. It's like say nice things about me, and then they write nice. It's like saying I you want that is almost like writing the list for yourself. To yeah. About <laughs> yeah. We're just we're just trying to make our lives easier, guys. Like exactly doesn't get have what, to be get what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Okay, so I wanted to play this game with you because I know this is something you guys do on You Up, and I was like, we should do a little holiday edition of Red Flag or Deal Breaker. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, for anybody who doesn't know this game, I'm going to give a couple scenarios. Jordana is going to tell us if she thinks this is a red flag, like something might be a little concerning, but we can work with, or a complete deal breaker scenario. All right, Ready. let's get to it. Okay, so you're opening up presents with his family. And surprise, he got you and his mom the same thing. Red flag or deal breaker? I think red flag, as long as the thing that he got is not like super weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a lingerie set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that would probably be a deal breaker. But like, I mean, like, especially like, I think we're all doing the best we can with with gifts. And I mean, having experienced, I guess, almost four Christmases at this point, it's a lot of things to, to buy. I give people the benefit of the doubt with that. Maybe it's because I'm still relatively new in like terms of like my whole life. What about you? What do you yeah. think? Yeah. Uh, I think it's a it's a red flag, but like one of those things that is just a little, it's a little alarming. I just think I've like, there's these scenarios where like 
you know, I don't know, mother-son well, relationships yeah. are a little, little strange. I've definitely had those where you're like, well, it's, yeah, it, it would depend on like the context of the larger relationship. Like, is this a sign of weirdness to come? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is this the rest of my life? Okay, let's do another one. Okay, you're opening up presents with his family. This is another presents gift. And his mom has gotten you some sexy festive lingerie that you open in front of the whole family. Red flag or deal okay. breaker? I would say it's a deal breaker if my significant other is not like immediately telling everyone that this is really weird and like telling his mom that it's super inappropriate. Like if he's like, oh, those will be great for like later. I think then that's like, that's a deal breaker because it's very strange family. But mine is about like dependent. It's dependent on the fiance's reaction. What do you think? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say red flag only because I I actually like lingerie and I never buy it for myself. <laughs> so I'll take it anywhere I can get it. Um, I'll take okay. it. I'll take it. Well, that's basically um, what a bridal shower is. I feel like all the older women get like lingerie for it just feels pretty awkward in that yeah sense. yeah oh man have you have you ugh, never mind I can't ask you that because this is like gonna be post post wedding never mind I'm not, I'm not having a bridal shower you're not yeah okay I did a virtual one. Oh wow that's yeah. even better it was kind of it was <laughs> great for me but like I don't I think it was kind of selfish like in the like in the long run like I don't know people like sent me gifts and I didn't even know who I was just, I had like an Amazon list so I was just getting packages from people I didn't even know who they were from um I did get lingerie from my mother-in-law and I wear it all the time I love it so the scenario is this is a real scenario for you not a hypothetical this is real life this is real life um okay you're another presence one you're opening up presents with your family and he shows up empty-handed red flag deal breaker well, I guess for, we would both be deal breakers in that original. I guess we brought one. We're talking about like the first Christmas. Um, I think if it's like he didn't bring, any, I think it's kind of rude to go to someone's house with nothing anyway, no matter what the occasion. Like even if they invited you to dinner, I think it would be kind of rude to just bring nothing. So if it's like Christmas and they bring absolutely nothing, that might be a deal breaker. But I mean, maybe they really don't know what the what the deal is. So if you told them that this is like a gift giving thing and they bring nothing, I think a deal breaker. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I was gonna say red flag only to cut myself some slack because of that first time that right. I showed up empty-handed or with like a bottle of wine. Bottle, but I'm saying uh, the bottle of wine is different than the nothing. Nothing. I think. Yes. Very true. And I think you're right, because it is a holiday and like you're not you're not gonna do anything. Like that's right. a little that's a it's little like just shows deal, you don't deal breaker. Yeah, you didn't put any thought or like prep into right. it, and you're like coming home for, for the holidays. I think I'm thinking with you. I think that's a deal breaker. Um, okay, at holiday dinner, one of his parents starts saying some super alarming racist or anti-Semitic shit. Red flag or deal breaker? Again, I think this is dependent on your fiance's reaction. Are they like arguing with? I mean, I think it's a red flag, definitely, regardless. But like, if your fiance again, you can't choose who your parents are. If they're immediately like, like shutting down the conversation or responding in a way that you would expect a rational person to respond, or a person that shared your values to to respond, I think it's just a red flag. But obviously, if they're like, yeah, totally, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, you can't change. You can't choose your family. But I do like. I liked the. notion of like warning 
ahead of time, like who to look mm. out for. Like totally. I had um like one of like Brandon first time he went home for Thanksgiving, he was like, My cousin is like super political. Like he's gonna probably try and like get some stuff out of you, ruffle your feathers, whatever. And he sure yeah. did. But I, I mean, was prepped it's good for to, it. Because you're prepped for it, you're not like, oh, like am I in like a weird like rally that I didn't realize I was like walking into. <laughs> if the person like lets you know, like there's this, this is this person's views. I don't agree with them. Just want you like you like know that they might try something with you. Best to just like let them, you know, not give them the time or something. Like, yeah. At that point, I since I knew it was coming, I was just I kind of like laughed it off and was just like, ha ha ha. Right. And then if it <laughs> escalates, that's where you would expect Brandon to like step in, right? And like Yeah. Yeah. Like, chill. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that kind of goes to the last one. So like we kind of already said it, but if you're if you're with their family and they start saying some like real super alarming shit and then they start laughing or get really comfortable with it. Red flag deal breaker. That's a deal breaker. If everyone's like super comfortable with like the insane viewpoints, then that's kind of again indicative of a tough time to come. I think. Yeah. You're like, okay, I see what I see what's happening here. Right. Exit stage left. Oh my gosh. Okay, Jordana, thank you so much for being on today, for helping us figure out our red flags or deal breakers and helping us all maybe navigate going home with the fam or being home for the holidays a little bit easier. If people want to find more from you or get more relationship advice from you, where can they find you? Great. Um, yeah. I mean, you can listen to the You Up podcast everywhere you find podcasts. You can follow me at Jordana Abraham and you can follow the You Up podcast at UU. P-O-D at UUPPod on Instagram. Um, Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. So fun. And happy holidays. (laughs) You too. (laughs) Okay, that is a wrap on our episode this week. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, remember to hit that subscribe button and leave a nice little five-star review for this podcast. Maybe send it to a friend who you think might enjoy the show. I mean, your reviews and you passing along this podcast is what keeps us running. So thank you. If you want more from me, you can follow me on Big Kid Problems on Instagram and on my personal account at Sarah Merrill underscore Hall. Oh, also you can check out my brand new pregnancy podcast called Bottle Service. Many of you know I'm actually pregnant right now and this new show goes through pregnancy week by week with me and actually gives a ton of information. It's kind of like getting the inside scoop from your pregnant best friend who will tell you all the shit no one else will about what pregnancy is really like. It's a lot of fun and actually really informative. So check it out. As always, I want to thank our sponsors for making this show possible. I've linked all our discounts and everything else you could want from this episode in our show notes. So make sure to check that out. And finally, I want to thank you for tuning in and supporting this show. There's a lot of ways you could be spending your time right now. So I really do appreciate you spending it with me. And with that, I hope you guys have an awesome week and I will see you next Tuesday.